are you doing? No, you tell that camera not to work. Don't do it. Nope. Looks like it's just you and me. Casual lights. No, forget you, Michael. You're not coming back in. Forget you. No, it's just you guys and me. Remember that. So today on the casual discussion, we're going to do uh, a little something, something. No, <laughs> Let's let this turkey in. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm Lucky. Here I go! This hand of mine is burning red! And I'm Michael. Realize the only ones who should kill are those who are prepared to be killed. Johnny. Your darkness swallowed up my son? Who decided that? Opting! Burning! Now all of you. Die. One. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Anime Casuals. I am Lucky. And I'm Michael. Johnny. And we make up Anime Casuals. Today, we're going to be talking about, uh, on our casual discussion, excuse me, we're going to be talking about anime that changed the way that we look at anime. And so, since I was the one that came up with, uh, with this topic, I'll go ahead and start with the thing that actually brought me to this topic, which is uh, I just recently binge-watched. And by binge-watched, I mean hard binge-watched. I watched this. For some reason, I always find anime way too late. I, I, I watch them, like, I find a great anime at, like, like 11 o'clock at night. And then I just end oh, okay. up binge-watching it. I binge-watch it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, bro, it's like 1 o'clock. I gotta go to sleep. Then I wake up the next morning, and then I finish it off. Uh, which, is exactly <laughs> what I, which is exactly what I did with this one. Um, so, it, yeah, it's called Orange. And... I was, uh, you know, it, it was one of those animes that, um, you know, I, I'd been saying I was in an anime rut recently, you know, I just can't find any anime that are just really interesting to me, and I had given this one a shot uh, about maybe four months ago, five months ago, something like that, I watched like five minutes of it, I was like, okay, I, the animation's good looking, I didn't really like the main character, she looked a little like an alien to me, just because she has like really big green eyes, threw me off a little bit. But then I gave it a shot, because uh, I, I I was like, you know what, let me find a deep anime. And so I looked up anime about depression, and I was reading like the description of this one, I was like, what? I thought this was a dating anime, because I, I also got a, um, it's also under like romance too, so I was like, oh. So I did that, and bro, this one takes it to a new level, and it talks really a lot, I mean a lot, about suicide in particular, which threw me off, and I was like, oh my god, like this really, and it did it in a very tactful way. That it, to the point where I was just like, wow, you guys knocked this one out of the park. And uh, yeah, I was just, and not a lot of anime, um, not, it's not that they don't talk about suicide. You know, we've had characters like uh, Kakashi's father who committed suicide. Yeah. Um, you know, different characters like that. Not really a whole series like based around that premise because it, it's a very integral part of mm -hmm. the series. And so, yeah, I really liked the way they, they did it. Um, and just, uh, it really made me change the way I really, because. Like I said, I was in an anime rut, so it made me change the way I was looking at anime, because I was just thinking, you know, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this. And then I was like, you know what, anime is just so much more than, like, the things that I'm thinking about and thinking that, like, oh, I'm, this is what I'm going to get. I'm going to get this trope out of this anime. I'm going to get a uh, cute little sister that wants her brother way too much, or, you know, brother that hey. just wants it. Yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> this one, uh, you know, really didn't actually involve too many anime tropes besides, like, maybe some, some Japanese high school things, but besides that, just 
knocked it out of the park and uh yeah really changed the way that i was looking at anime and now i'm really excited to get back into some more anime and maybe do some more binge watching so uh yeah gentlemen what uh what are some anime that changed the way you look at anime in general um there's this anime called the lucky newest story um and i heard about that yeah, it just completely changed the way I view anime in the first place. It kind of got me inspired to make anime videos, in the, you know, overall. Uh, and it's about this this guy who moves from Samoa over to uh, Nevada. And, uh, you know, he chills there. He experiments with brothels. And then uh, afterwards, like, he goes on an adventure, like, across the U- USA. And I really hope that this long-winded explanation will allow me enough time to think about my own name. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Say, all that sounded, I mean, granted, none of that's really true, but I was like, you know, the Nevada and brothel thing, I was like, man, that's a little too close to, to, to what I was trying to do at one point. Uh, but yeah. um, I wouldn't say, like, my first one that's in my head, I wouldn't say revamped or changed completely the, the way I view anime, because mostly I got started on anime like, with, like, things like Slayers and Tenchi Muyo, Roroni Kenshin. Um, a lot of like old 90s anime but like the one that stuck most of all that was like hey guess what anime can be about everything you want it to be uh is Ranma one half and that had a little bit of fan service in it that had a lot of comedy in it that had some serious moments in it um it had like like uh gender swapping and uh people transforming the animals and back and, like, all this silliness, but it also had fun fight scenes and, like, its exploration of martial arts. And all I had seen before that was anime that focused, it, uh, focused around one idea. Like, Roroni Kenshin, they had moments of levity in there, like, whenever um, Kenshin was like, Oro, 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 and, like, did his, like, little silly things like that. But a lot of it had, like, was kind of dark and had to do with, like, a lot of intense moments and the background of that war that uh, was predating the anime. And so, like, a lot of anime I had seen at, at that point was, like, very focused. Tenshin Muyo, all comedy. Uh, Gundam is usually highly serious. A lot of fights and a lot of teenagers going, um, And so Ranma was the first one that had combined several aspects that I enjoyed with an overall comedy feel to it. That also like kept up that strange '90s thing where they don't have a lot of dialogue and they just have panning views with like intense music behind it. And I was like, "Cool!" It moved a little slow, but like it got into a lot of fun stuff and it really changed the way I thought about anime. Going, "Hey, you don't need to just have anime about one idea. You can combine it all and make something really cool." So that's a shout out to Rama One Half, my favorite little thing I had when I was growing up, and you know. Weirdly, my my start into the anime world with a little bit of fan service thrown in. So, good job, Ronma. Happy days, Ronma. I've been showing Johnny a few episodes of that. <laughs> First time I saw Ronma was actually at the uh, library by my school. I thought I had found something strange. It's a strange anime. <laughs> uh, it was on VHS. I was like, oh, what have I found? And I took it home and watched it. Yeah, and then you were like... That's the story, yeah. Yeah, why does this man have boobs? <laughs> why does this man not have boobs anymore? 
His boobs and keep that's coming back my life was shit. No. Dude, you know, you know what's so funny, Johnny, is like your story about uh, Ranma was actually the way that I was introduced to it. My friend, uh, uh, shout out to Finest, he uh, he he brought like a VHS from the library, and I was he was like, dude, you gotta check this out. And I think it was the episode with like the ice skating thing, yeah. and uh, you know he put that put that in. I was like. I had no context. I was like, what is going on? Like, how is he a guy? How is he a girl? Like, what, what, which is he? Which, which one was he originally? <laughs> and he was like, dude, just watch it. And it was like a, it was like an hour long because it was a two episode uh, yeah. VHS. And I was just like, what? I was like, dude, I was so confused. But I, I, I got to admit, like, at least for that time, it was very, uh, um, the animation was really good, especially for like an action yeah. anime. It was like on Dragon Ball Z level turn. I mean, not, not Dragon Ball Z level of craziness, but Dragon Ball Z level of animation action stuff. So, uh, yeah, what did uh, what did you think of Johnny? Because you'd mentioned some characters. So yeah, um, it was definitely Yuri and Ice before Yuri and Ice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't mean to, but I actually kind of went a different direction. Um, it was it kind of became a um, almost like a looking back how things have kind of you know, set a tone for anime for me. And um, uh, I thought of just kind of like three instances that were really kind of, they were memorable moments that I haven't uh, forgotten about. And they, you know, they kind of set the bar for different anime. Aww. Um, first one is Brotherhood. Uh, she who will not be named. Uh, I, that's the thing. Um, so the whole scene with Nina, what happens with her is actually- You said her name! I did. Get out of here! I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to go lash myself later. That guy from <laughs> Castlevania. Hey, you know what? Some may say that Brotherhood was the original fusion. <laughs> That's awful. I don't want that fusion. No Patara. Get it out of there. Uh, but yeah, Nina. And uh, funny enough, I was thinking about that, and I didn't know why it was so memorable, considering um, we see a lot of... I've seen a lot of other uh, anime where a lot more people get killed. I mean, if we look at Dragon Ball Z, I mean... Whole planets of people just die. So I was like, huh. Care more about this little girl and her dog than the whole planet. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Uh, so that was one that kind of set the bar for just kind of intense, creepy, scary moments in anime, I guess, is what I'd say. Um, another one would be uh, One Punch Man. Kind of, I mean, I know we have My Hero. My Hero is awesome. My Hero Academia is a great show and it really showcases different heroes and different types of heroes and villains, like, of like. But, uh, uh, we had talked about Moomin Rider, um, I think the last anime casuals we did, the talk, and, um, that's another big one. It really kind of showcases, uh, what it means to be a hero. It's not about, you know, doing it for, uh, fame, fortune. It's just kind of doing it because it's right. And, um, I don't know. I really, I respected that, and I, I was like, Moomin Rider, he's, Pretty awesome. He's number two favorite. I mean, obviously. Aww. It's Saitama, sorry. But, you know, right after that, Moomin Red. I mean, he's also the most, like, the character in the anime that you can most relate to, to be honest. I mean, like, he's just a normal dude with bike powers. Bike powers. <laughs> Justice Bike! Um, and power bike. Bike powers. Yeah. And, like, that's a, the, the hilarious thing is he reminds me of... Um, What's the Power Rangers anime we watched a while ago? Uh, like, it was like the start of a guy who started getting powers, like, where he has all oh, these yeah, gadgets. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about Samurai Flamenco, Samurai right? Flamenco? Yeah, Samurai yeah. Flamenco. Like, Dude, I haven't heard that name in so long. And, like, it kind of reminds me of that guy. Like, Movement Rider is, like, that guy at the beginning, where he's like, you gotta go learn how to deal with criminals and how to fight. And he's just normal. 
before you know it ramps up and becomes crazy uh and like that's that's what moving rider reminds me of except that he lives in a world of all super hit like all super people and no benefactor no one's yeah. giving him a cool power ranger suit or anything. he has a he has a bike and a name someone needs to give that guy at least like a motorcycle i don't know no he's licenseless rider he can't ride oh, a motorcycle he's got no license do you need a license for a vespa i don't know fully coolie Fulakuli. Uh, and then my last one I'll talk about actually is um, it's Fulakuli. Yeah, I couldn't help uh being kind of silly with it. Is uh, Sekikun. Um, just because that really showed you can make an anime about anything, and that's great. Uh, I it's such a simple concept, and it's so outside of the box. I guess um. I'm just, um, uh, it's just one I always think about every time I watch, like, another sports anime or whatever anime about anything. I don't know. And, uh, so, yeah, Tanari no Seki-kun. That probably my third one. No And then I'm done. I said no Seki-kun. No Seki-kun. No Seki-kun? No. Sorry, guys. Seki-kun? No Seki-kun. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's out of here. Nice. Well, Take I mean, we're, we're, we're going to go for another round. So if you want to think of some more, um, uh, I'm going to oh. name another one. He did all three rounds. Yeah, he did all, all three all rounds. Nice. nice. Nobody nice. told me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, one of the ones, I actually almost lost it because you made me laugh really hard with that, that Tanari no Seki-kun. Um, one, one that um, really, so, I, you know, for people that don't, no, I was at one point a philosophy major before I, I dropped out. And so I, I've always really liked these um, animes that, like, really make you think, like, way too much. Like, overanalyze things. Because that's what I love to do. Like, you know, I'm that person that, like, if you say, okay, like, if you say a sentence or something like that, I'll be like, so why did you start your sentence off with the word, uh? Is there any significance to that? Why would you start it with that? So, you know, that kind of BS. But uh, one that I really, uh, really, really changed a little bit of the way that I looked at kind of life in general and just the way that anime is structured is uh classroom of the elite and the reason why i really like that one is just because of one second is because of uh the so one thing if you've never watched it is they have usually quotes right before the uh the uh the episode starts and it, it basically kind of encapsulates what the the, the, the episode is going to be about you know, um, and it has all these quotes from different philosophers, different really, you know, prolific thinkers. And mm-hmm. it's it's so cool. It was so cool to really look at, um, you know, like it'll it'll have like a Frederick Nietzsche quote. And you'll be like, OK, how is this? And it gets you like ready for the episode in a, in a way that you're just like, I'm expecting this to happen. And it totally like a lot of the episodes really do follow the quotes. And it, it's such a interesting thing it must it's gonna probably suck for them to keep going like if this keeps if you know obviously <laughs> season two hasn't kept going but uh hasn't been announced or anything like that but man it, the, all of, all of the creative stuff that they have to think about like all right let's look for some more philosophers and coming from a philosophy major you, sometimes you can go brain dead from reading some of this stupid stuff i remember we used to have to read like Immanuel kant and he would talk about the thinginess of things and you'd have to sit there and you do it even the philosophy professor was just sitting there like what in the world are we, like, what am I teaching these kids? He, he, dude, even he was oh, like, so, so anybody got got anything for this? And it's like, okay, you know it's bad when the teacher has to ask a class if they understand this better than they do. But yeah, it really changed the way that, um, you know, because obviously we had Full Metal Alchemist that really brought in a lot of uh, philosophy into it too, you know, mm-hmm. the idea of truth um, and all that kind of stuff. But 
and equivalent exchange, all that stuff. But yeah, just really seeing like just thrown in front of you philosophy, you know, philosophy quote, you know, uh, was really cool and it really kind of changed uh, some of the ways. And then also the fact that it can be very philosophical, but also be pretty action packed at times and very cerebral um, in its uh, approach to stuff. So, I mean, I think that'd probably be my, my uh, next one. So, well, Johnny, my next one is. <laughs> Um, I stuck with 90s anime, like, this whole time, although I don't know where one of the anime, like, is year-wise. And I wanted to start off with, not Cowboy Bebop, which Cowboy Bebop is a huge one, amazing, but because I actually watched this anime before that, I wanted to give a shout-out to Trigun. So, I've talked about Trigun before, but Trigun was my first exploration into an anime. It's mostly thematic with like having really cool fight scenes but on the same line as lucky it deals with some really intense morality as you get into it um the first like maybe eight to ten episodes again i've shown johnny like the first half is pretty straightforward i mean like it gets into a little comedy it gets into why vash stampede is being you know attacked by everybody why he's worth like two billion dollars or something double dollars um and then it starts getting into like his his brother just sending like a like a line of villains at him and each one has its own unique issue like why they're fighting him do they need to fight um is there some kind of like reason in their back you know their background the like why they're still doing this and one of the big key points is like he's fighting this guy who fights with a saxophone and the saxophone Every time he, like, plays it, wind kicks up, and it can, like, blow through people. It can, like, annihilate somebody. He also It also has a gun in it, and he can shoot people with it. Um, and this whole time, like, Vash was trying to, like, argue with him. He's like, hey, we don't need to fight. Like, I don't know why we're doing this. And, and he's like, well, and the, uh, the saxophone guy was like, we have to. I'm sorry. Like, this is just the way things need to be. And it, it plays off, like, the, this morality you've seen in different anime characters who try to go forth, like Roroni Kenshin, peace, peace, peace is the number one thing they're trying to get done. Like, Roroni Kenshin flips his blade around to not need to fight people. And Vash tries to do the same thing. He's, he's a really expert uh, gunman, kind of like uh, McCree or something, where he doesn't need to kill somebody. He doesn't need to, you know, shoot somebody in the chest. He can, like, shoot the gun out of your hand. Like, that's how good he is. But the entirety of Trigun is all about him trying to find peace while dealing with war and, you know, poverty all around him. And that was, like, one of the first anime that really got me thinking about life and how intense and, like, uh, kind of like a um, small spoiler for Seven Deadly Sins, like that moment where Meliodas blows up that city. Um, like, Vash has the same thing. He blew away an entire town because his brother basically forced him to um, in, like, a fit of rage. And, like, those moments, I'm like, those are so weirdly humanizing, even though Vash isn't technically a human, um, to really think about, like, what if that happened to you? What if you suddenly had a gun for an arm that can that's as powerful as a nuke, like, and you blew away a town full of people? So... <laughs> and yeah, I I just really love the way Trigun dealt with a lot of morality issues. And you know, speaking of morality and blowing away towns, I just have a real quick off-top question. 
So did you guys blow up Megaton in uh, Fallout 3 or no? <laughs> I'm so glad I never played Fallout 3. Oh, okay. Johnny, I'm looking at you. What did you do? Did you blow away that poor city? Those poor saps? I don't totally remember. Honestly, oh, okay. I could be like, I definitely would have let them live because, like, why? Then I can't go there anymore. But at the same time, I would have done it just to see it. So I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh man. I, yeah. I've I, seen I, it before, I so I know what it looks like. But yeah, I don't no, know what I, I did. I didn't do it, and then I looked on YouTube to see what happened, and I was like, "That's a pretty cool explosion." I got <laughs> a pretty nice explosion. Uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's definitely something. Did uh, you think of anything else, Johnny? Of uh, any um, other anime? I do. It's anime? also it's another silly one. Yeah, um, Psyche K. Psyche Coon. Psyche K. Funny enough, I had actually thought of both of those, but when I said Psyche Coon, I meant Psyche K. <laughs> so I had messed that up originally. Full circle. Here we go. Uh, so Psyche K. Um, just because, honestly, it's really the moment where, or the couple episodes where he talks about how he basically just made every anime trope. It really was kind of like, oh my gosh, now I need to look for these all the time. I mean, I know, like, the main character usually has, like, red hair or something or some crazy hairstyle that, you know, picks them out from everybody else. But there's a lot of people that have that. And I'm like, huh, that's funny. Yeah. So it just kind of got me to look for it. I mean, it's not really a big impact, but more like it's made anime kind of a Where's Waldo. <laughs> so it's fun. <laughs> So, yeah, that'd be my last one, I guess. What's oh, your last Waldo? one, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, Where's man. I, dude, I, you keep on making me almost lose my, my anime every time <laughs> you go on with your ridiculous stuff. Um, so one of these You're ridiculous, Johnny. So one one of the, the things, if nobody's ever seen this movie, I mean, I don't blame you. It, it, it's a long movie, and it's um, and it's uh, it's not anime, by the way. It's um, from this guy named uh, Akira Kurosawa, and uh, it's called the, the Seven Samurai. And he also did a couple other things that, uh, you know, uh, what was it, um, uh, Yojimbo. And if, if nobody knows, uh, if you ever watch Naruto, there's a samurai named Mufune. He's named after uh, Toshiro Mufune, who's uh, like the main actor that Kurosawa always like got. He always put him in these films. Um, and uh, But one of the things that was really cool about those things is, because we, we usually think of like samurai battles as these really long, drawn out things. Not in those films. Literally, they end in like two seconds. Like, whoever gets slashed first, you're dead. And so that brings me to, to my anime is uh, Samurai Champloo. It was, uh, I originally saw it on Adult Swim, and my brother was the, the one who told me about it. And I was like, eh, I'll see how it goes. And um, and I remember just looking, watching an episode where actually, like, so there's like three main characters. There's a girl, and she's asking these two samurai to really to help her find her, her father who smells of sunflowers. Long story. But, um, you know, she ends up, uh, they end up, you know, escorting her um, to do all these things. And you you think of Sam, these these characters as, like, these really badass people. But actually, they lose a couple fights, you know, in this, this anime because the, some of the people they face are just unpredictable. They fight a guy, one of them fights a guy from China, has, has this crazy technique uh, in in Japan, it's not very common to to carry your sword with one hand, one uh, one hand, but in China, that's kind of the way they do it. And so he had this very weird technique that threw him off. Um, but uh, you know, and luckily he was let to let live, and then he ended up uh, beating him later. But you know, in some of uh, yeah, but in some of them, in some of the fights, you know, there's there's one that happens later where they fight this really unorthodox like blind girl that uses a staff and just whoops both of their butts. Like whoops, whoops them both, like really bad, and you're just like, 
Wow, it's so interesting because, you know, and granted, there is a really long fight in the very beginning of the anime because it's like a clash of two styles. Like the guy with the, the glasses, uh, uh, Gein, uh, Gein or Gene, I don't remember exactly what it was, which one it was, but he's very traditional sword st uh, sword uh, guy. And then uh, Mugen, played by Steve Bloom, who's done, you know, Spike Spiegel and all that other stuff. Like he's very like all over the place. He's like he's using his like his uh, his slippers to block swords, like because they're the hardwood ones. Um, and you know he's doing all this crazy stuff. So it's just like and also there's a bunch of objects in the way. But yeah, just the realism of that instead of like things like Moroni Kenshin, where like you know you could get like a whole two episode fight and you're like, how does this last two episodes? Like we'll show you <laughs> next time. They're and, slashing you know, the crap out of each other. <laughs> yeah, you know. And I, granted, they have a great excuse because of the the double blade or the the you know the reverse blade sword and all that kind of yeah. stuff yada 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 but how is he not getting cut through all that so yeah i really like the realism and just how gritty samurai champloo was and it really made me realize that there were you know these characters some characters in anime are not going to be as like indestructible as like goku you know or something like that like they're not really going to be all um they're they're going to fa face people that you know maybe not may not be out their level but they have sharp swords that are just going to be able to cut them so you know, it's a kind of a 50-50 stretch. So, uh, so yeah, any any other ones from you guys? Yeah, one last one, which I'm sure you'll both appreciate. It's Oran High School Host Club. Um, that's, weirdly, I watched that really late. Like, not when it came out, but late, a lot later. I think, like, late 2000s is when I finally watched it. And I don't remember when it actually came out. But uh, it's just a fun show and just showing that guys can be with guys and you know showing off like beautiful dudes and then that one lady can slip in there and you know act however way she wants like it really shows off like that gender stereotypes really aren't there but they are <laughs> <laughs> And I, I find it, like, hilarious watching the show because it does have dated language at, at this time. Like, re-watching it, I was like, whoa. <laughs> but, like, like watching it now, because I just did a rewatch of the whole thing, uh, I'm like, oh, I really appreciate, like, all the story moments where they're like, hey, you know, did you realize you hurt that person's feelings? And, and they're like, oh, I didn't. And it's like, it's just breaking down, like, like uh, communication between two people just so to its base form. It's like, Hey, realize that there's other people with other feelings. And you're like, oh, I guess there are other people with other feelings. And it's just a great little anime. And it, it, what's hilarious about it is that, like, that the dudes at some point, they dress up all like women. And it's not even a big thing. Like, like they do it for the, the sake of one of their members to make her feel included. Because, like, oh, we think we're going to lose her to an all-girls school. And she's like, oh, you guys are all dumb. <laughs> and, like, and, and there's, like, not a qualm, like, a, like a, if we take us and we throw us back in middle school, everybody would be like, oh, ew. Like, and they would call people names. It's like, oh, you're dressing them in dress. But then these dudes who are in high school are just like, yeah, whatever. We're doing it for our friend. Like, it's not even a big deal. And she dresses up like, like a dude all the time, and that's not a big deal. And I'm like, I'm loving this, this anime because it's really breaking, like, what it means to be a person in general. Not what it means to be a male or female. Not what it means to be... It, it matters about who you are as a person, not what people label you as. And I think that's like a general overview about it. Like the twins in it have uh, communication problems because they've never really dealt with other people because people can't tell them uh, alike. Or no, they look exactly the same. And so like, they've got to learn how to talk to each other, talk to people who aren't the, themselves. I'm like, 
So I really, really enjoyed that anime altogether because it, it was such an early form of tackling things that are commonplace today. Nice, nice. Did you ever, did you have any other ones, Johnny, or are you all you all spent? Nina, no, I just wanted to say it again. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, okay. Street Sharks, yeah, uh, oh, Samurai Jack, yeah, <laughs> Street Sharks, anime go. or not? <laughs> Find out next time. So uh, yeah, that, <laughs> there you go, it's guys. Shark-a-man. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys had a great uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, this episode, yeah, okay. Hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I'm gonna be absent next week uh, for some family <laughs> reasons. What? So Michael and Johnny will be taking over. I'll still be doing you. a regular podcast. I'll still be doing um, a video that I'll have. And uh, whoa, people trying to kick me out already. This is crazy. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Who's going to me? Who's going to Texas though? Because we gotta keep this like two cameras. Oh, going. that's true. That's true. You guys can just do it in two separate parts of the. You can do it in the living room, Johnny, and then you can stay in there, Michael, and it'll, it'll be no. fine. It'll be great. Hold on, I need that curtain behind Texas. you so that way it looks like we're there. <laughs> oh, there you go. Just get the big red, uh, the big red uh, drapes and the the the, the dreamcatcher on top. That'll be enough. Yeah. That'll that'll be be enough. Enough. <laughs> so yeah, you guys can uh, check out some of our other videos uh, that'll be out. Uh, uh, this week, I'm not too sure exactly what we're working on, but we'll uh, Ooh, we'll definitely we working on stuff. Yeah, we're working on stuff. So uh, we got stuff in the work. Uh, so uh, plural uh, works. Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you so much for watching, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening on uh, wherever podcast may be distributed, but as always, guys, don't forget to a leave a comment down below and let's hey. your, let us know what your, <laughs> let us know what anime that uh let us know the anime that maybe changed your outlook on anime and uh the way you look at anime but also remember to keep it casual